Hi, this is Jennifer Snyder, and I'm very excited to present to you the first episode of Out of the Shadows, a Mistress of Mystery podcast. The Mistress of Mystery questline is one of my favorite side quests in Fallout 76. Like the majority of the denizens of Appalachia, the Order of Mystery was not immune to the new harsh reality they found themselves in. This podcast takes a look at those who heard Shannon River's message. It starts with a glimpse of the past. Two months out of the vault, and eager to prove herself a worthy successor to Shannon's legacy, Headmistress Steele marched her order to the Cranberry Bog to face the Scorched Beast Queen. Then we snap to the present. Settlers have dug their heels into Foundation. Raiders are back and have turned the twisted metal of a fallen space station into their home known as Crater. But something else is on the horizon. There's a garbled transmission that plays over the radio. Two members of the Order are heading to Atlas to question Russell Dorsey, a man who may be the key to understanding the transmission. This podcast has crude humor, violence, and explicit language. So grab a box of fancy lad cakes, get a nice cold Nuka-Cola from the fridge, find a comfortable spot to sit back and relax as you enjoy the premiere of Out of the Shadows, a Mistress of Mystery podcast. survivors and we survived? Vanessa is working on a psychiatric evaluation for the survivors and the best suggestion... Seeker Peterson! Why are you out of the infer... Put a sock in it! Choose your next words carefully, Penelope. Let her speak. If she'd rather be in here than the infirmary where bed rest was ordered, clearly there are other pressing things in her injuries. When she collapses... I'm not carrying it back to the infirmary. She's of her own stupidity and can crawl back. Better to be stupid than uncaring, callous, and seeing us as nothing more than Brahmin for the slaughter. Excuse me, Penelope? Both your hands are stained in blood. You share the blame as much as the Scorched and that bitch queen they serve. You marched us down to the Cranberry Bog to die, plain and simple. We're here to save lives, not sacrifice them. Did did you see what they did to Marley and Sarah? The way they ripped them apart like a sheet of paper. Do you feel anything? Remorse? Guilt? Anything at all? What point will it take for you to realize there are tremendous flaws in the tenets we adhere to? Where was the cunning? The courage that got chased out the moment that bitch queen shit out a death claw. Compassion? Oh, it was there. It was a mercy kill, because you couldn't reach your sisters in time as they were dragged away by Mirelurks, dogs, and wendigos. We should have been ready for everything, and yet, when it was time, we weren't even prepared for a bee swarm. We are clinging to outdated methods here, people. The tactics Shannon and her order used don't work against super mutants, hermit crabs as big as buses, and Mirelurk queens. Her opponents were humans. Our complaints and suggestions fall on deaf ears. 
Many of us don't want to be a part of this anymore. Shannon Rivers? She must be fuming at what we've turned her legacy into. We proved today that we are not ready to be the heroes Appalachia needs. And we never will be! I'll save you the poison of saying it, because I know it'll kill you on the inside, but she's right. We fucked up. We've done nothing but coddle these girls. We didn't prepare them for jack shit, and our hubris, it showed, and it cost us too many today. There's more out there than that queen. The towering faceless figure around Grafton, the death claws roaming in packs around the Cranberry Bog region, and don't forget the monstrosity that is part sheep, part man. I still have the quiver I pulled out of my arm on my dresser. Our girls, our order, is not ready to take them on if they ever had to. We can't continue like this. And as far as Appalachia is aware, some of these girls are simply bones on the ground that they walk over. It's time to take control of the reins. Shannon Rivers gave us a good foundation to set up a legacy. It's just for us to take that and build upon it. Not just for her memory, but for the girls who survived and the girls we lost. I'm heading to the infirmary. The survivors, they need our leadership and guidance. Figure out your next steps and then get your ass to the infirmary. And tell the girls. Freaked out over seven deaths in three months. <laughs> it would have broken her to witness 24 deaths in three minutes. These, these girls, they need more than a shadow to live in. She was just more than just the voice of a heroine. And she deserved more than a failed legacy. We'll get through this. only a failure if we give up. I'm going to set things right. I'm going to do what needs to be done and honor those we lost and honor what Shannon created. Chin up. Shoulders back. Straighten up. You are the headmistress. Well, those are convincing arguments. So it's settled. You and Seeker Bissette will head to Atlas and update the files on the Atlas Observatory and the Brotherhood of Steel. I believe Seeker Bissette's skill will be better utilized elsewhere. 
like Watoga or Fort Defiance, away from me. I didn't realize I stuttered when speaking, Mistress Peterson. Perhaps you prefer to assess a new initiate. No, not necessary. Secret Bassett and I will complete an updated reconnaissance of Atlas and report all intel obtained. Excellent. You leave in an hour. Yes, Headmistress. And Penelope. Yes? Try not to lose Secret Bassett again. I don't want a repeat of what happened at the Ada Psi Epsilon Tau House. Yes, Headmistress. You put them together an awful lot. You know Penelope takes issues with, well, everything that Eloise does. I don't understand your logic in putting them together. Is it a punishment? No. Do you remember how Penelope was before, and then how much worse she got after the Scorch Beast Queen? By the moth, man, I was ready to strangle her. <laughs> Same. But when Eloise showed up and then promptly attached herself to Penelope, it caused something to... Stir, combust, have a nuclear reaction. Not sure what the right word is, but I've seen a change slowly take over. She's not that whiny pup anymore. In fact, she's coming to her own, and Eloise seems to be the key to it all. So whatever Penelope is looking for, she's closer to it now than when she first arrived. You ain't kidding on that one. Still going to put them in the hugging sweater this Christmas? I know a few volunteers willing to help. <laughs> Eloise would be ecstatic. Her Christmas wish from Santa would finally come true. Penelope would be the one to hold down, and Eloise won't be able to hold her down for long while we put the sweater on. But that's a matter safe for later. I want to focus on the White Springs issue. What was Mistress Carmichael able to find out? Journal entry of Penelope Peterson. Headmistress Steele has agreed to let me pursue my first suggestion mission to update Kryptos on Atlas Observatory. Much to my chagrin and frustration, Elle will be coming with me. Seriously, the headmistress is punishing me. I've already notified Elle she's coming. And her smile was ear to ear. And infectious. Brat. Anyway, but at least she'll be trying to break into the Atlas Observatory and I'll be questioning Russell Dorsey, which means she'll be out of my hair for a few hours each day we're there. I figure it'll take us about four days for a full reconnaissance. It'll be nice to get out of the compound, but I wish it was away from Elle, too. Bless her heart, she is a pain in the ass. Mistress Carmichael and Novus Vega will be heading out toward Watoga to confirm our knowledge of the Appalachian chapter of the Brotherhood of Steel. Hopefully Novus Vega has completed the required tasks to be marked as the mayor of Watoga, or they will have an interesting trek through the city. Last reconnaissance entry said Atlas was boarded up, nullifying all junk retrieval missions. Elle enjoys wiggling her way into things. She should have some fun with this one, then. Guess who? You really should get that stick out of your ass. Mothman, get your clammy hands off me. Wait, why are you here? Because we are going on a mission together, and you know how much I enjoy being in your hair, since you don't let me into much else. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> no, not until you learn to slouch, like the Mega Sloth. See, first you have to slouch your back, then drag your knuckles on the ground. That is not happening. Get out of my room. We both know that's not gonna happen. Now, we can do this the easy way. 
where you poop out the stick yourself, or my way, where I perform an operation. And you know which one I prefer. By the Mothman, you're worse than a little sister. <laughs> I warned you. Eloise! Hey, get off me! <laughs> no! <laughs> ha! The patient is ready! We'll need to operate quickly. Now, hold still. This is going to hurt, but you'll be better for- Ow! Are you done now? Wee-owie! Good. Now get out. Hmm. Okay. Hold up. That was too easy. I've seen you put up a bigger fight against bees in the name of Sweetwater. Hmm. Close the door, sit on the bed, and do not touch anything. Better than having you lockpick my door again. Seriously, though, why can't you just knock? Too easy. Need to keep my skills sharp. And what better way than sneaking into your room? Well, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Wait, how often do you sneak into my room? When you're awake or sleeping. <laughs> Holy moth, man. Keep your hands to yourself, and once I'm done with this report, we'll head out to Atlas. Swear to Mothman, I will keep my hands to myself. Good. Let's see, where did I leave off? Oh, you were talking about Atlas and ways to keep me out of your hair. That's right. And all of that was recorded. I'll edit it later. <clears throat> Russell Dorsey seems to be the point of contact for this new Brotherhood of Steel chapter showing up. He has also reprogrammed all the Protectrons located at Atlas for reasons currently unknown. But they appear to be performing maintenance and constructing new platforms. Russell has set up a medical wing in the top outer portion of Atlas. Not sure who he's looking to treat there, as the chatter has not indicated about anyone coming in injured, unless it's there as a prep for something to come. If that's the case, the matter of what's to come would need to be figured out. Based on our limited knowledge, they were attempting to handle the Scorch Plague, and the last known unit was sent to Glass Caverns. At this time, Glass Caverns is marked as off-limits after Headmistress Steel, Headmistress of Novices Reagan, and Mistress Carmike. What the hell are you doing, Elle? Nothing. Are, are you wearing my pants? Well, this is the closest I'll ever get to being in them. So I'm taking the opportunity. Ugh, <laughs> oh, sweet baby Mothman. Where'd the earworm come from? It was playing on the radio while talking to Dorsey. That dude is really into helping the Brotherhood of Steel. Okay. The steel, wood, cloth, glass, leather, concrete, everything else makes sense. But why does one need so much cork? Are they going to cover all of Atlas in cork? Maybe they have a barbershop quartet and they want to build themselves a musical for all of Appalachia to hear. Don't scrunch your nose at me. I'm grasping at the same straws you are. Mm. Why 
do you keep such detailed reports? Who in their right mind, mon dieu? You've separated people by what they were wearing and what they were dropping off? We've been here eight days. Longer than your meager four-day prediction. And such happy memories have been made. Ugh. Oh, can't we be done yet? Don't you have... Don't ignore me! This book must be full of enough data by now. Oh, I know! Let's head out early and go to Morgantown. Get some refreshments from Biv, then go to my favorite candy shop. Oh, my moth man. Come on, let's go have some fun tonight. Y you, you do remember what fun is, right? Stop. Someone sulked out of the shadow and is beelining straight to Dorsey. Maybe they found more cork to give him. Or we finally get to see something illicit. Nothing? Really? I thought no. that was pretty good. I mean, you laughed when I programmed two protectrons to attempt to drill each other while whispering electronically sweet nothings to each other. Did they just grab Russell? They did. Be right back. Penny! Where are you going? You're a bleeding heart. I'm sure they will only break Dorsey's kneecap. He's got two. You said your folks would have the caps, but I still ain't got any caps in my pocket. Do I need to see if your head is as empty as your pockets? People just don't understand the value of something like the Brotherhood. Everyone's content with just trying to get by. Dude, are you really this dense? I can tell you can handle yourself, but wouldn't you rather be a part of something bigger? For fuck's sakes. Give me caps. Or give me some of those provision crates. You build one thing, and someone's got to try to ruin it. You're gonna get it now. You asked for this. Your sad excuse for a raider ass should leave before I splatter the brain you misuse. You got any idea who you're dealing with? Um, a dumbass. Hmm. This isn't over, Dorsey. And I'll see you around, bitch. Oh, I do hope so. I love seeing what kind of Rorschach ink Brain Splatter makes. Yeah, they'll see. I'll kick all their asses. Hey. Thanks. Um, Penny, right? Yeah. You're welcome, Russell. You okay? I am. You look pretty capable. You want to lend a hand? What are you looking for? message they broadcast was kind of garbled, but it seemed clear. The Brotherhood has chosen Atlas as a base. Makes sense they'd be looking to have supplies waiting for them when they get here. A group like that's going to want to be operational ASAP. Mainly looking for raw materials, building supply stuff. We're still in need of cork. Anything you can contribute will be a big help. That's the oddest request, but uh, here's what I have. Thanks, Penny. Here's some provisions from the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, I missed all the fun, didn't I? The majority of it, but 
there's still some fun to be had. Here, have a provision. So, what are you... Oh, come on, you stupid thing. What are you thinking for dinner? I think we have some yaogui meat left in the cooler. Why are there so many nails? Oh, 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 braise it in beer with some cranberry relish and tato salad. Finally. Oh, frag grenades and mini nukes. Sexy beast will be fully loaded for action now. Headmistress might appreciate the alcohol. Looks vintage and blue. Huh. I'm keeping the plasma grenades for Mayhem Night. There's some detailed blueprints for power, armor, and an excessive amount of alcohol in this crate. Come on, let's get back to camp and get working on the beer-braised yagui meat. We've got plenty of beer to choose from now. Food comes with a clear indication of a good and friendly meal. And don't forget the secret ingredient of alcohol. Too true. Too true. You know, I've been thinking recently, and, and I've known you for about six months. Longest six months of my life. Longest and bestest. But I, I don't know shit about you. Like, where you come from? What your life was like after the bombs fell? The, the only thing I know is you, you, you weren't in a vault. And, and I'd rather get the search straight from the story instead of listening to fences clucking on hands. I'm back on the gossip radar again. Of course you are, silly. You're a favorite. But I, I, I need to know something that I can pass to the others with the truth of kernel to it. I'm going to regret this, but what? what you're wanting to know? Come on. Hear that, brother? That's not natural. <laughs> Whatever she's doing, just admit you want to know so you can experiment. Yeah. Can, can you imagine what my hair would look like if I used the ash roses? Then, then I totally bottle that shit and sell it. Oh, hey, hey, hi, hi, Penny, hi, hey, Penny. Yes, Al. Oh, oh, why, 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 why you try so hard? Like you, you push yourself to an extreme, and I can't recall the last time you benched yourself. Like, We've invited you to Bibs for karaoke night, but would you rather curl up to a mission than sing an off-key rendition of Butcher Pete? 
Oh, you really, you, you should hear Maria, Maria belting out crazy, he calls me. <laughs> like, damn, her pipes are life. E even Biv po poked his head floating brain out to hear it, and he ain't got no ears. You, you need to cool down, decompress. We like the mega sloth. And you need to slow down on your drinking. <sighs> I have not hit my limit yet. I've only had, um, let's see, uh, um, two, three, quatre, bottles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I... I am at my limits. <laughs> no more than a handful of wine bottles during a mission. <laughs> but, but, whatever. You, you need to join us one night for our Nuka Shine runs. <laughs> what? It's the best. We, we get a bottle of Nuka Shine from the fraternity, and then we all take shots and race back to Bibs. Last one there buys the next round. <laughs> and we grab so much food on our way back, too. <laughs> you, you need to join us one night. <laughs> or, or, oh, or, or, you, you come with me to the Alcato pub. Shh, It's my secret retreat. And I only invite the bestest to come. And you're the bestest. Boop. And you're going to bed. Ugh, fine. <laughs> it just means, though, that I get all the snuggles with you. <laughs> no. You're going to stay on your side of the tent. And in your own sleeping bag. No, no, no. The snuggles are better with you. No. Now go to bed. Damn it, Al, I'm not even sleeping yet. Don't you worry, mister. I's got the medicine to fix you up real good. We's got to find out what sickness would make you tell the poly poly about a little operation. Little bird. I do love when you play doctor. But why did you bury him up to his neck? <laughs> I don't want him to move whilst I administer. If he moves wrong, Famous tibulous funny bones, they'd break and be shattered to dust. We don't want that now, do we? I can't wait to test my new fancy medicine injector on ya. I got this off some jacked up green dude with a case of the simple mind. He lets me have it once I shot in his guts. And this is gonna show us what crazy thoughts are in your tiny little head. Because only a person suffering from a sickness would do what you did. 
Now hold very still. First, we have to sanitize the area. Perfect. Now it's time for your injection. Uh, now, you might feel a slight pinch. Ever-loving Mothman was that? No. No, no, no. Just a bad memory. What? I just need to... Damn it, Al. Why are you draped over me? Get back into your own sleeping bag. Comfy. Sweet. Sweet. Get off me. That Russell guy gave me the runaround, and then some bitch with a bow showed up. I know. I should have taken them out, but you said not to draw attention. So that's what I did. Just like you said. You have failed. Not only me, but our family. Again, those caps would have given us the means to secure a foothold in this area. Do you understand how disappointed I am? Yes, and it won't happen again, Drago. Too many times have I heard those words. I've been lenient since we came here. I'm not familiar with this place, and my insecurities lead me down the wrong path. It's time to rectify myself. Drago, let me go back and I'll get the necessary. My father's words ring in my ears. You succeed or you die trying. Failure is never an option. Judgment is passed and you are found wanted. You shall be stricken from the family books and your children will pay for three generations. You again, you little bucktooth ankle biters. I will use your teeth as wind chimes and carve your bones into utensils to eat your meat with. Ow! Stop biting my ankles! Pen Pen? You're alive? I. I thought this journey here would result in a failure. In a vain attempt of hope, but I see with my own eyes, my precious bird is alive. It's time to go home. Time to accept your fate and be welcomed back to the fold. No. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you can't fly away from me, Pin Pin. You were betrothed to me by mother and father. You will be back in my arms, and the hold on you will be tighter than before.
up. Come on. Wake up, L. Wakey, wakey. No. Sink me not. Damn it, L. We need to go. Wake up, Eloise. You've got to be kidding me. All right. If you wake up now and we leave in 15, no, 10 minutes, I'll take you to your favorite candy shop. I'm up. What? Let's go. Come on. Let's do this. Coffee later. Pack now. Wow. Right. Remember, 10 minutes, a minute more, and we don't go to the candy shop. We're going to the candy shop. Okay, that has to be a new record for you, Elle. Well, it's slightly before dawn, and I know they run drills right before sunrise, which means the view will be wonderful, worth the lack of sleep and the hangover. Ugh, what hangover. Think we'll need a few more explosive bait, or is this nice and destroyed? If we use any more, we'll leave a crater. Let's get going so we don't miss any drills. And we avoid unnecessary runnings. What? Nothing. Just muttering to myself about giving in to your demands. Then... Does this mean you're coming with me to the Elgato? If it quickens your pace, yes. Oh, so much happy news this morning. Come on, Penny. We'll need to do more than walk fast. We'll need to murder some pharaohs before getting to the best seats in the house to watch the drills at my favorite candy shop. Oh, my moth man. That arm is attached to my body, Eloise. for listening to this episode of Out of the Shadows, a Mistress of Mystery podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first episode as much as I did creating it. If you'd like to stay up to date, click the follow or subscribe button. You can also follow us on Twitter, and I'll post the link below. A podcast like this would not have been possible without several amazing people. To the cast, thank you for bringing these characters to life. To the folks in the Campfire Tales Guild, Thank you for letting me shop ideas and shenanigans for Elle to get into. And thank you to Kenneth Fagu for putting the Campfire Tales Guild together. It's been a wonderful haven to share all of our Fallout ideas and creations. And finally, to a special someone. They know who they are. They've always been there by my side, pushing me along, never even remotely letting me give up, and making sure... Even when I felt my days were the darkest, there was always a light to be shown. Thank you so much for pushing me past my insecurities and helping me to bring this podcast to life. And thank you again, listener. You've been amazing. You've listened to this story and episode two is on its way next month. 
Have a great day and we'll see you in the wasteland. <laughs>